Hi, I'm Blake Bennett. And I'm Steve Atkins. And we are The The Limey and and The the Yank. Yank. A podcast that talks about rock and roll on both sides of the big pond, from the UK to the USA. Alright, we got an episode coming up. Get ready to rock. So what do you want to put in here? What would you like to... Because you talked about the Beach Boys, and we do have a Beach Boys on here. What do we want to play for these folks? I think we want to put them... um, Because I've got Be True to Your School. Yeah, but you know what? That's great and it's fun, but how can you be good vibrations? That is the beach, and then I'm not to say how great, but that was their masterpiece, Pet Sounds, when they went up against Sgt. Peppers, but nobody could beat Sgt. Peppers. But in their own way, they did, because they made a classic album, and that's what put the Beach Boys away from just the surf music. All right, so let me ask you this question. Good Smiling. vibrations, you got that, that warbly sound in there. Is that someone playing a theremin, or is that a mellotron? What are they playing in there? I think that's a synthesizer. But just probably sort of one synth- of the first ones. But I, if you go back, and I don't know exactly how long it took them to record, but apparently it was a really pain. But everything is, if it's worth recording. I mean, look at Pink Floyd, even though... Oh, Emily Play. Have you heard of that? Emily no. Play, but misunderstand. There is no other day. Let's play it. Okay, yeah, let's get a that sample of That is the that. first. Gazing through trees in sorrow, hardly a sound till tomorrow. There is no That is the first song that when I fell in love with the great, well, I shouldn't say the Beatles are great, but Pink Floyd, and that was Emily played 
and uh, that's when Sid was in them and all those. And See if you like it, folks. See, and that's, you know what? It's almost a sign of the times because you had Sid Barrett and some of that really out there kind of sound. Then you get into the 70s and 80s and you get Roger Waters and there's almost this undercurrent of cynicism that, to be honest with you, even after they broke up and came back again without Roger, I kind of liked that. There was a little bit more relaxation and less angst. I get what Roger Waters wanted to do, but I didn't always want to go on a bummer of a ride. I wanted to go back to Pink Floyd and I like to ride my bike. Or, you know, really the, the neat stuff in, um, what was that album where they had one long stretch? I think it might have been one of these days. Metal. You remember Metal? Not much about it M-E-D-D-L-E. Did it just like fade and go away? I never even knew, I'll be honest, I thought I knew all of the Pink Floyd's albums, but I've never heard of Metal. No. Yeah, that was a really good one because it, it cruised along and Side 2 was just one long piece and it was almost like your prototypical Pink Floyd. This is exactly where they wanted to go. And yeah, there was a little rambling. It maybe got a little bit like Iron Butterfly and wandered, but it was a, a trip you were willing to take. And yeah, I use the word trip because we know that had more than one meaning in the 60s. <laughs> well, that's the other debate there, which would be a different debate. Yeah, but, um, that's a little you know, off topic. Yeah, but you know, getting back to the 60s, let's get some of this fantastic, exciting uh, music out. You know what I think we should do, really? I think we should like... As the battle of the two guys here, you know, the Brit um, versus the Yank. And uh, I think we should like to keep it balanced, you know, like politics and all that. Uh, play an American charts hit. Okay. Which, um, one do you, which one would you like to hear? Well, let me see. The ones that I, I, I didn't really hear as a kid when I was over here. I've, I've, but you know, I know I love music so much. I've heard of them. Uh, um, oh no, I'm living it up to you. I thought that was Donnie and Marie. I like Tommy Rowe too, but uh, Dizzy was the best one. Um, as an American one, I think the best one you've got on these top ones is uh, definitely Louie Louie. Let's hear it from the Kingsman. Yeah, Louis. a classic. Yeah, let's, let's, let's play that. Let's listen, folks. And then you pick a, pick a little English song that you've not heard of. Okay, uh, we're going to play a little bit of Louie Louie right here. Louie Louie. 
So you know what? I'm looking over your English charts for 1960s, and I'm looking at all these different things, and I'm trying not to pick an American band because, of course, we got Elvis on here. We got Chubby Checker. That would be fun. <laughs> We've already talked about the Beach Boys, but let's go ahead and, and step away a little bit. Let us let me ask you about this, The Searchers. Is it Sweets for My Sweet? Yes. Sugar for My Honey. more about that is that was that your good time your so. uh the searchers had quite a few hits didn't they but uh, so so many british bands came out of that it's hard to even comprehend the amount of excitement and music that came out of in that short period of time especially between the uh, uh 60 and 65 but you know like freddie and the dreamers herman's hermits um, was there any one band that everybody wanted to sound like besides the Beatles? That's pretty obvious, but any one band that caused the Herman's Hermits and the others, to, the Searchers, to want to mimic that sound? I think they all had the different harmonies. It's kind of like the Hollies with uh, Graham Nash, and, you know, came over to the States after. Uh, the Hollies had numerous hits, so many more than what we... Uh, listen to though over here you know we we had a few of them over here but you know and other bands like um i bet you've never heard of dave d dozy beaky mick and titch yeah i think i'd remember that try saying that after a few <laughs> pints that would be dave d dozy beaky mick and titch
And this was before Six the guys. hippie movement? Wow. This is in the 60s. It's a yeah. pretty weird psychedelic sounding had, name. Um, uh, a song called Xanadu and a bunch of hits. But, you know, I keep on going on because it's hard for you to find more because you don't have that many like we do, getting back to the little <laughs> island and all that. Hey, we invented the And I don't the want to embarrass you. <laughs> invented the what? Have you ever heard of a little thing called American Bandstand, or are you thinking of Brit Bandstand? Yeah, but you have a lot of English performers on there too. But you know what? I was a soul train. Soul There you go. Train. See? That's American Bandstand, Soul Train. Stevie Wonder... Michael Jackson, Billboard, keeping track of all the album sales. Sly and the Family Stone, dance to the music. Hey, let's get some soul going. How about it? All right, what do you want to hear? Dance to the music. about it's a family affair i think we should do little tidbits of that american one see i gotta help you out and pull out the good american stuff now and again well hang on a sec let's talk about that soul for a minute because here we go we got the we got the nice pedestrian kind of sad singing nun stuff that we mentioned a moment ago in america and at the same time we're not at that point where things are going to get real radical and we've got acid rock and the rolling stones yet not yet but here's that middle ground. Maybe Motown and Soul was that general feel-good vibe that said, you know, here's your everyday sound that you want to listen to. Here's something that's kind of pleasant. It doesn't have a deep political message, not yet, but it is something that's going to dominate the charts. The U.S. went crazy for Motown in the 60s. Oh, in England, too. I used to have it all over my bedroom. I had albums of all the Soul. Are you kidding? I had a full wall full of Tamla Motown and stuff. But I really mean this as a uh, as a music enthusiast Motown music they put all music in one charts and showed that African American music can be mainstream throughout the world and that's the way it should be and I love my country here and, but we always like to put music in categories, which I think is a bunch of baloney. We're all the same people. We're all the different races living in one country in harmony and peace and love. We're all US citizens. We're all people of this planet. That's the way music should be. I'm sorry, you guys divided up the music. We didn't know about that in England. If we heard music, it doesn't matter whether it was country, it doesn't matter whether it was Tamla Motown, rock and roll, bluegrass, 
singing nuns. If we liked it, we played it and we had it all in the same charts. And that's why I'm so blessed to have been raised there to see the comparison so I can introduce over here to the audience the sounds and the music and that they've never heard of because of that separation in the 60s. But see, that's the whole American motif. That that was our mojo. It's what we did. In the 1960s, you're also thinking about the show Mad Men, that era of marketing. People started to understand, hey, the money is in finding who wants to pay the money for the thing and figuring out how to subdivide that thing. So the next thing you know, we got record labels that are saying, what category does this fit in? Is this an East Coast category? Let's try and sell this on the East Coast. Hey, let's get the radio stations on the West Coast to do that. Because think about this. Yeah, the Beach Boys were popular around the world, but part of that explosion was because someone said, you know what? Just because it's music about surfing doesn't mean we have to keep it on the West Coast. Let's put that over on the East. Let's play that nationwide and see what people think about this. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're categorizing music and you shouldn't do that because then it doesn't get out. Let the people decide. Don't let the uh, the people that are playing it decide, but have it an available. And the great thing about the digital world now, it's here, right here for you. And we're here to share it and enjoy it and to come up with some fantastic, wonderful, great sounds every time we get together. You are gonna have fun and excitement. And enough about us, let's get on with the music again, because isn't it all about the music? Absolutely. Let's okay. play another sample. And I'm going to go point out here, you're never going to hear a whole song here for the simple reason that, just like he said, the digital age, I can give you this music, we can share this with you, but we got limits. We can't do the lawsuit stuff. We can't play a whole song all the way through and say, press record right now on your tape deck and you'll have a nice clean copy. All we're doing here is we're talking about the music, we're sharing it with you, but I fully encourage you, if you hear something you want to hear more, go explore it, go find it. Check out Amazon, check out somewhere where you can find a stream or Pandora. That's the wonderful thing about this world now, is that if you find something you like here, go dig for more and you will not be disappointed. Somebody's going to have a podcast or a channel or a playlist for that stuff. Go listen for more and keep coming back here and keep letting us know what you want to hear or sharing your memory from that time. Yeah, I remember that, but I also liked this song because of this. You know what he's saying, folks? And sorry to interrupt that. Um, it's all about you. It's all about your experiences and what you want us to sample and talk about. And tell us about your experiences of that time, what was going through your lives and how it made such a wonderful difference in your life. And it sounds like over the top, but I believe it's not because I believe a lot of people are like you and me out there that love and appreciate music. And for you, I'm always growing and learning. And I try and listen to the new stuff, of course, but I'm old, I get back to the 60s. But even some of the older ones, what we're going through for you, that you've never had the experience of listening to, we want to get to you to show you that there's even more wonderful, fantastic music that Blake and I want to share with you in these podcasts that you're not going to hear and compare and to talk about things and to reminisce which is wonderful and we would love to hear what you want to reminisce about 
Have to end it now, folks. I'm Steve Atkins, Alimey, and I'm off to my favorite pub for a pint. So I'm closing up the mic. And I'm Blake Bennett, the Yank. And I don't know about these pints, but I am going to have my favorite beverage in a perfectly American standardized sized can. And I hope you guys enjoyed the show and keep an eye out for us because we got more on the way. See ya.